Hello and welcome to Glorious Living. You know, every time I have an opportunity to welcome you into my studio, it's always a blessing for me. I hope that you're having a wonderful day, but I believe that by the time the end of this program's over, your day is gonna be even more fabulous, actually glorious, and I love that. You know, I have uh, a special guest with me today uh, because my normal co-host with me is not here. She's out on maternity leave. I know you're missing Chrissy. We're missing her too, but we're so excited. I am so excited to welcome Erica Jackson to Studio C. Erica's a school teacher and has been teaching in the public school system for the past 27 years. She's also a long-standing member of Covenant Church and sings with our worship team. Erica is here today to give us all some godly advice as we send our children back to school. Welcome, Erica. Thank you, Pastor Kathy, and I'm glad to be here. I'm so glad you're, you know, I've been trying for a while to get here, but you're a busy woman. Usually you're teaching school yes. or you have some, you even have a second job that you do in the summers and things that you do with, yes, I think you work at Chick-fil-A. Yep, yes, <laughs> the other godly, please. <laughs> you, you're so, and God is using you so much. You have so much joy. You're just one of those bubbly people. And I'm so glad that our, a glorious living uh, audience gets a chance to get to know you and hear your wisdom. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, um, I was very excited. I know we tried last year, but I had meetings, um, you know, before the school year begins. Just know that there, it ends and we actually start planning for the next year. So literally those two to three months that we're supposed to be off, we're actually planning uh, for the next year. You have to prepare. Definitely. So, you know, we get that rejuvenation and um, get excited about things that are up and coming. Um, you know, and when we talked and I asked you, I'm like, can I please wear this T-shirt? I love that um, shirt. Because this shirt for us embodies what teaching is now. Let me read it. It's love first, teach second. Definitely. That, that's what it's all about. You know, unfortunately, sometimes some parents um, may have their own experiences and, you know, it's like, oh, middle school. I teach middle school. So, you know, I usually get the, oh. What, but age, it's okay. what age group is in middle school? Uh, for us, it's sixth through eighth grade. Okay. And that, that is like a 10-year-old or how old is that? Uh, 11, to like 11 to 13. 11 to 13. 11 to 13. Definitely an interesting year in the life of kids, but I feel like it's the most fun. Um, you know, it's kind of funny when you talk to teachers, those who teach elementary, and I'm like, oh, you teach the little kids. And they're like, <laughs> oh, but you teach the middle school kids. So we all have our niche, you know, yeah. so it's definitely. Um, I love that. You know, when I was uh, in school, mm -hmm. I had the idea that I would be a school teacher elementary. Okay. I wanted to teach third grade. Uh, and yeah. I thought that that would be the perfect age yeah. because, you know, they still love to go to school. You oh, don't yeah. have to fight them so much. But I don't know why, but that was the age. But that just didn't work out. But <laughs> that's why I so admire you and what you're done all these 27 years how many 20. thinking about how many kids you've impacted how many households you've last you know it's a ministry oh definitely and definitely. I know you see it as that well I'm going to tell you so when I went to college and you know and I tell this to my kids all the times because they don't think teachers are human so much <laughs> sometimes um, I went to college I took all the interest tests and they were like be a lawyer be a lawyer but I was 14 years old at the church that I was growing up in I was 14 years old and I was in the chapel and it was a still small voice. It wasn't anything booming, but it was a still small voice. Be a teacher. Mm. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm 14. So keep it moving. But the test said I should be a lawyer. So I actually said I'm going to school to be a lawyer. A lawyer. And I said I wanted to go into child advocacy law. So, you know, I was working with children. Still, right? So I go to school and I flunk out. Mm. I flunk out. My first year, I didn't do so well. That GPA was a one something like I flunked out. And I was just like, oh, I don't know. And then, and it was like, God's, you know, be a teacher. And I'm like, well, maybe I should be a teacher. Mm -hmm. I applied 
And I just remember my first class, the joy. And I was like, oh, this is where I need to be. Yeah. And from there on, um, you know, things flourished and I was able to continue. And I remember going into my classroom the first time setting up my classroom because that's such an exciting thing when you set your classroom up, your bulletin boards and all the things getting prepared. And I remember maybe after the first week or two, I just remember one day stopping in my room and I just said, thank you, God. This is where I need to be. Like he knew, you know, so and I tell kids sometimes, you know, you may not walk in the right purpose at the right moment or time, but just know God's there and he'll give you what you need to help you. Mm -hmm. So from that point on, this is a ministry for me. Oh, totally is. And you know, that's what we're all about here. We love, I love the way our ministry crosses the generational lines, you know, and in fact, I have a testimony that I found in our magazine. This is this month's issue of the magazine, Mm -hmm. uh, the July issue. Actually, it was last, this is August, we're in August, but this was last month's. And it has, it says, I got saved watching part of your show. (laughs) <laughs> I love when he said that. What part, I wonder. <laughs> it says, I am seven and almost eight. Thank you for helping me. Oh, my gosh. You know, children, no matter what age they are, they, they need help. They, and they, it's oh. wonderful when they recognize it. And I think your T-shirt says it all. Once you love them, you can re- reach them. And then you can teach them. Oh, gosh. I mean... And we're big on relationships in this parish that I teach in. Mm-hmm. We're big on relationships. And one of the things, we want to make sure that every child at least has one adult in the building that they feel like they can trust, they can go to. Because unfortunately, kids are dealing with so much, um, whether it's problems in the home, when it comes down to family situations, you know, or they may have a parent who's not healthy yeah. or well. Um, you know, we've gone through the hurricanes and things of that nature. And some, and some kids, believe it or not, are still not in their homes. That's you know, true. so their lives have been upturned. They're living with... So kids, unfortunately, have to deal with a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and things maybe that we may not have had to deal with previously. Right. And it's important, you know, when a child walks through the door, like we're required... Like, as a part of my job, we're required to stand in our doorway and greet every child. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a must, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, and you can tell from that moment when they walk in the door, hey, buddy, come see, you know, things didn't look so good. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. You know, my- so you have like an eye connection with them and you connect with them. And, and that's so important because they need to know each one of them needs to know that they're important. Yeah. That they've, they're valued. Oh, definitely. Especially that first impression with the teacher. Oh, definitely. And, you know, and, they're, and you know, they walk in with a bundle of nerves. But um, as I stated previously, we have what we call advisory time mm-hmm. in middle school where we have a small group of kids that we get to know on a personal level. Mm-hmm. So and they have the opportunity to share with us. You know, we have the opportunity to talk to them. It's kind of like we have the, to make those connections mm-hmm. um, and small groups. It's a place that they can come to school the first thing in the morning. They can have breakfast. It's like. Okay, I can take a moment, you know, get to know. And we literally, we get in a circle. We speak to each other. We greet each other. You know, we talk to each other. We ask questions. We do all those things. We have fun. We have activity. And then there are times where we have to learn things. Um, But it's definitely something that we feel is necessary to help the child. And this is something, and like I said, I've been in this game for 27 years and probably about... 23 years ago, this was something we were like, hey, this is something we need to do. They invested in it, and we felt like, you know, we got so much benefit from it. That's an amazing program. <clears throat> Definitely not anything like what I had when I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own, kid, and, basically. <laughs> and, you know, uh, and you mentioned, you know, when you were in school, unfortunately, sometimes a lot of people 
take their own person, parents might take their own personal experiences mm-hmm. and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, middle school was this, or they unfortunately might remember that one teacher, but it's like they forget about the rest of it, but you know, they kind of hone in on that, you know, and that's what we try to tell parents. Like we even want to connect with parents. Uh-huh. You know, we have ways we can text parents yeah. now through the schools. Uh, we can email them. You know, we have ways that we get in touch with parents, you know, and that relationship is equally as important to have for your child to have a successful school year. You know, I try to tell people, don't think of it as, because some people in their minds think, you know, teachers are out to get kids or, you know, she, no. As a teacher, this is what we're about. Love first, Mm -hmm. teach second. And that means bringing that parent in, having that conversation with parents, you know, putting them at ease, Mm -hmm. letting them know that, you know, I'm here for you, I'm here for your child, no matter what your experiences were, you know, we're gonna make this year different. Yeah. You know, and I definitely encourage parents to pray for their child, pray for their teacher. Yeah. When you're with your child. I remember growing up, my mom, we would have to go beside her bed every night and we would say our prayers and we would pray for the teachers and we would pray for, you know, family members and things of that nature. And that was something that stuck with me. Yeah. Well, you know, we're uh, about to start in our in our area. Some places start at a different time. But what would be the best advice that you would give maybe a parent that's watching and they're getting their kids ready for school? I remember getting ready for the school year always involved going get the school School supplies supplies. and (laughs) and that kind of thing. Not every school has that. Some of them provide the school supplies, Mm -hmm. but there's there's always seems to be a routine. But that parent that's doing it, uh, how can they keep things more on a way to prepare the children uh, to learn, not to be, uh, you know, to, to be timid about it, but to give them some pointers, give the parents pointers. What would be advice you would get? Because you're a mother. Yes, You've ma'am. had to tell this to your yep. children three, as well. Three sons, three sons. Well, you know, um, as I was sharing with you earlier, one of the most important things I think you should do as a parent, and this may come as a surprise, having dinner at the table with your children. Mm. Um, at least three to four times a week. And you're like, how does that prepare you for school? Well, it gives you an opportunity mm-hmm. to actually connect with your kids. And you know, it doesn't matter what you eat, does it? They can, oh, order, no. they can order pizza, <laughs> but don't go in your room with the pizza. Put it on the table. Everybody at the table, you know, I had, so I had a rule in my house. I had three sons. Uh-huh. Um, you had to have a shirt on and no cell phones. <laughs> um, but we would sit down at the table and that's where your conversations would happen. You would check in with them with their day. It's not, hey, how was school today? Oh, fine. What did you do? Nothing. Mm-hmm. And they go to their rooms. You know, when you're at that table, that's the opportunity, you know, where even as a parent, you know, well, you know, in the office today, you know, I had a meeting. That I, and you're, it's almost like I call it investment time. You're investing in your kids. Yeah. And that's so important. And they develop the art of conversation. And believe it or not, you can actually tell the kids who experience sitting down with their families, eating dinner and things of that nature, because it's about communicating with your parents. That's so good. I love Um, that. You know, how they communicate. Well, where else would they really learn it in that way? And as you know, at a table, they'll teach the kids manners. Definitely. But teaching them the art, like you said, of conversation. I love that. Yeah, well, and, you know, with COVID recently, you know, kids are struggling Mm -hmm. socially also. Um, Sometimes they don't know necessarily how to talk. And that's one of the things that I talked about in advisory. We teach them how to speak, you know, and kids sometimes, you know, they're nonverbal, meaning, you know, if a kid is shy, like I had a a young lady this year, um, she was very introverted and very shy, which is fine, but she was afraid to communicate. Like I called on her to answer a question and she was almost in tears. And I'm like, oh, darling. And I just, throughout the year, just encouraging her, you're very smart. You're very, well, by the end of the year, she raised her hand to ask a question. And I was like, yes. And I'm like, you can do it. And, you know, 
Teachers also let parents know that as well. I'll communicate with parents the positive as well. Like he had a great day, especially sometimes when you have a kid that um, may not necessarily have the best behavior in class. Mm -hmm. You know, this is where for parents that relationship comes into play. You know, it's important as a parent to know both sides of the story because right. I'm gonna tell you one thing I've learned in these years, I know what I think, I know what I'm trying to say and I know the message I'm trying to convey. Sometimes kids in their own minds will flip that or twist that and you're like, so sometimes you have to check back in with your kids. Yeah. And that's Just something. Just have a repeat what I told you. <laughs> yeah. And making sure they understand, you know, so when kids start school, you know, especially parents. And now um, I've taught long enough now that I'm actually teaching students. I'm teaching students where I taught their parents. So ah. <laughs> that's when I've the been in the children of your yeah. previous yes, students. Yes, yes. And I'm like, I know you. I taught your mom. I taught your dad. I'm like, oh, my. Like, it's been a long time, you know. Uh -huh. um, and it's it's. It's kind of funny because they're like, well, I know Miss Jackson. I know how she teaches. So, you know, they can't. Well, if you said that, I'm like, I'm sure that's not true. You know, kids are kids mm -hmm. and kids will do whatever it takes sometimes to how you say protect themselves mm -hmm. or not to deal with the consequence. But as a parent, I always encourage people, talk to your teachers, child's teacher. Um, you know, again, sometimes, unfortunately, people base upon their personal experience. But I encourage you to go into the school year praying for your child's teacher, encouraging your child, you know, even if, you know, and some parents may feel I can't take time off to go and have a conference. You know, now we have video conferences, right. a phone call, an email. Right. You know, if something happened at home, like maybe let's just say grandma got rushed to the hospital and the child's worried about it. Mom can, or dad, shoot Miss Jackson, just want you to know it. Had a family situation last night, so just wanted to let you know. Things because it makes a difference. So it happens on both ends. You want to inform the parents, but the parents need to inform you Definitely. so that you know what the children are de dealing with. Definitely. And I know a lot of times notices come home. I encourage you to clean out the school bag, especially if you have a middle school. <laughs> you know, in elementary, people think, oh, I need to check their school bag, and moms always check their folder for notices. Middle schoolers, you need to check the school bag. Have a school bag <laughs> clean out night, and you'll find, because lots of times you'll send the information. You know, we'll send it through text message, phone calls, notices, things, you know, that, that field trip slip that's due the next day, you know. But if you have a weekly, I call it weekly check-in, if you will. Uh, let me just see what you have to do. And a lot of times, you know, we're doing things online. We have Google Classroom. We have different things in places and opportunities. I feel like more now than ever before, mm -hmm. parents are more informed about what's taking place in the classroom. I think so, so too. Yes. So that's something that's, uh, you know, definitely amazing yeah. for parents to be able to do, to check you in. You know, uh, so He's many years ago, they stopped prayer in the schools. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a big deal about that. But, you know, I've often thought, you know, it may not be organized prayer, but I, you can't stop prayer in the school because the kids, <laughs> when something happens, when they got a test, Lord, yes. help me. <laughs> or they're, they're desperate. They'll, they'll call out to God. But how, what is, how does prayer play a part, part in the school in your life? I know that you're a strong believer, a Definitely. strong Christian, and um, you may have opportunities to, to minister to a child, but you have to be, do you have to be careful with that in the public school system? Well, and here it goes, it comes with that relationship. And funny thing is, so, you know, a kid will be in class and they'll frustrate it and they might like, oh God, and I'm like, amen, hallelujah, like praise the Lord. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, well, you know, if you're gonna praise him, I'm gonna praise him with you. Right. So try to, um, and kids know that I trust in God. And as I was sharing, I'll tell them about my knee pads. They're like, why do you have knee pads? I said, for, for praying. 
And they're like, what? And I was like, do you think I could have this job without praying? And they say, no. And they know and, you pray for them, oh, don't Oh, definitely. They? I had a kid. She's like, you pray for me? I said, every night. That means so much to me. And, and that's something. Look, <laughs> I'll even pray. If I'm having a moment, the kid's having a moment, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. In my, I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm walking around. I'm praying. As they're, Definitely praying. If I know a kid has a situation at home, mm -hmm. I'm walking around and I'm praying. And one little girl... She was interesting, let's say that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she had to work outside the classroom. Yeah. Because she just, it wasn't working for her that day and she needed to go outside the classroom. And so I would pop out and check on her, like, how's it going? Are you working okay? And she's like, and she said, oh, you just need to pray. And I said, okay. And we prayed right there. That's good. Prayed right there in the hallway with her. And I said, you'll feel better. She was yeah. able to get herself back on track. You know, I don't necessarily, you know, they tell by your light. That's so good. So I don't necessarily have to go in saying boom, 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 but they know by my light. They know that I trust in God. They know that, you know, Jesus is my savior. Um, I did have the opportunity, um, literally probably for the last 27 years, I taught social studies. Well, I still teach social studies, but the curriculum's changing. But I taught ancient world history. Mm -hmm. And we had to teach the five major religions in the world. So that was definitely an opportunity to, you know, bring Christ in and out. We would have praise and worship music, you know, and I put on different flavors of praise and worship music. And, you know, we would talk and I would, so I had a carpet in the room and it's like, come and I would tell them about, you know, different parables, there's different stories and they were hungry for it. Mm. They were hungry for it. And, you know, and you could tell the kids, you know, we, you know, I would sing Father Abraham in the classroom, you know, uh -huh. we'd, you know, right arm. And they would sing and they were like, what about that song? And you could see it was great also because there were kids who were believers, you know, I know that story. Uh -huh. I heard that at church or, you know, so you have the opportunity. So, you know, I know, and I work with a team of teachers. Mm -hmm. We're all God-fearing teachers. Praise you know, God. So, I love hearing that. You know, there's people give up on the public school system, but there's a lot of godly people God has embedded oh, into yes. that public, mm -hmm. public school system. Of course, we all hear stories about these different curriculums and mm -hmm. things that come down, mm -hmm. but it's important to teach the children to follow the, the, their heart and follow the Word of God, of course, without saying that. Yeah. But you can be, you can make it fun, and I love the way that you have, you do that. You approach everything with a joyful spirit. Uh, definitely. And, and that love that you have comes through. Yeah, and like I said, this is something that, and I say throughout my building, throughout the school, throughout the district, um, you know, we're definitely focused on that relationship. And as a result, and kids get to know you and they know what you stand for. They know what you believe in, whether it's, you know, a prayer that's hanging up in the classroom or, you know, might be a, a cross or something. But kids, kids know. Yeah. And kids are the best indicators. Let me just tell you, it's not something you can fake <laughs> because they can tell, you know, if you're genuine yeah. or if you're real. So, you know, that's something. And look, there are days and I'm, and I'm like, hey, guys, look, and, and if I have a kid and I'm having a tough day or they're not, you know, and pulling them aside and being able to say, hey, look, I'm sorry, you know, showing them that human element. Mm -hmm. And that's something parents need to know as well. You know, teachers aren't out to get kids. And we don't assign homework as a punishment. Let me just say that. <laughs> homework is not a punishment, you know. But it's just to sometimes reiterate what we're studying or so forth. And, you know, look, I definitely encourage parents, set aside a time. Have a schedule. You know, like I said, having that dinner. Having If dinner is from at 6 o'clock. Yeah, and mm -hmm. if parents that drive their kids to school, like my daughter does, that's mm -hmm. her their time definitely. to talk about things about the school day and, and, and coming back as mm -hmm. well. But some kids load the, they get on, on and off on the, school. the bus, school bus. So and it's we, a little different. We even, even in our district, 
bus drivers. They're the first and last person. So they're even trained to greet so the kids good. in the morning, you know, tell them in the afternoon. And, you know, again, this district, we're big on those relationships because that's what's important. And as parents on the outside, you know, you don't need to be on the outside. You know, you need to become a part of that right. relationship to make things, um, you know, to make it successful. You know, and it's okay to struggle. If a child's struggling, don't go into it blaming the teacher. You know, parents, you know, well, you know, instead, what is it that I can do? How can we help? What can we, okay, here's find what a, I need you to do. Find a solution. Yes, definitely. And when once a child sees that the child and the parent are on the same page, mm -hmm. then it's one of those things, it's like, you know, if parents are divorced, you know how you pit mom against dad or dad against mama, dad will say yes, mom will say no. And it's like, they know how to maneuver. Right, but between if they the teacher and the parent. Yes, right. but if they definitely see that, oh no, mom and dad are on the same page with Ms. You know, Jackson, Okay, like the, so, I can't go home and say, "Oh, she didn't do this, she didn't do that." And parents, well, I don't think so. Let me let me email and find out. That kind of thwarts that right there. So if immediately, if your child knows that that relationship is developing between the parent and the teacher, right. then you know that means success. Whether you know if things get tough, you know, and like I tell parents, you know, <laughs> I've had some parents, you know, I don't know what to do. And it's like, well, here's some suggestions. Here are some things mm -hmm. you can do, you know, and, <clears throat> excuse me, it's definitely the best way to have, in, you know, even elementary, people are more invested, you know, parents, you know, I know I, I need to assist They're my child younger, more. but at the middle school, they sort of like <clears throat> let them grow and, up. But at middle school, you still need to do that school bag of check. Of course. <laughs> you know, you still need to contact the teacher. You still, and even in high school. You know, my son, when um, they were in high school, he was like, Mom, why do you have to go? I said, because in the parent handbook on page 622, it says that I must attend conferences. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he was like, I'm like, but it's important. And again, it's just showing that you're invested. And when your child sees that you're invested in them, uh -huh. you know, and if school is important to you, then it ultimately becomes important to them. Yeah, and I think it's important to start out the day with the children, to pray with them before they mm -hmm. go to school. You know, they prepare the lunches, they prepare the school, they get right. all the supplies together, but then they sometimes forget the spiritual aspect. So mm -hmm. if parents will make prayer a priority in the morning with the children, I think it'll it'll guide them in the right way because if something happens to them in the day, they can mm -hmm. go and remind them, look, whatever happens today, remember you can always talk to the Lord about it. Definitely. And He will help you, but also re realize that they can talk to the teacher. The teacher always right. there. And we definitely have, we have, so in the morning, you know, announcements, we have our moment of silence. And at that moment of silence, you know, Lord, help us through this day. And you can even encourage them in that moment of silence, Lord, help us to have a good day. And, you know, you might even pray for Johnny or Susie, you know, who may not be the best student in class. Lord, help them have a good day. So you have, they have that opportunity to pray as well. You know, a moment mm -hmm. of silence. Mm -hmm. That's when I, I pray, I walk around, I pray over those guys and, you know, make yeah. sure that we have, um, have a great day. You know, and you mentioned, you know, you can talk to the teacher. We also have counselors that are available. Um, we have administrators. I mean, again, like you met your principal, our principals, we have four principals. We have three administrators and a principal. Mm -hmm. They walk around the school. They make connections with the kids. Mm -hmm. um, kids feel free to talk, you know, in our age, we didn't talk to the principal. You know, if you got to oh, sent man. to the principal's office, that, that was, was not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I remember so myself, you know, I was a talker, so. Um, but now, again, those relationships with the principals, administrators, they walk around, they mm -hmm. tell, they come in each morning, the principal walks down the hall, tells every class good morning. Our administrators come in and tell every class good morning. And again, that goes back to making those relationships and even 
students making connections and relationships at school, again, parents making those connections with teachers as well. You know, it can't be anything but successful. That's so true. I love that. And you know, while you're talking here, I'm noticing your earrings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they are so cute. Well, thank you. A tell student, me about those. A student actually, he gave me uh, the bracelet uh -huh. and um, the earrings and that the match. The earrings are like a little a red heart, apple with, with a, a white heart on it, yes. if you can't see that. It represents the, the love. You uh -huh. know, you, you have to love. You, you can't be in this profession. Uh-huh without having the love. In all of your 20, is it 27 years? 27 years, 27 yes, years of teaching, is there any one student that just stands out in your heart as, as a success case? You know, like maybe they, they started out with the impossible beginning, but you watch them just through one school year make such an impact. Is there at least one that you can? Well, there are actually quite a few. Quite a few, <laughs> what a blessing. We have, um, there was one young lady when she was in fourth grade, um, she was involved in a no, in third grade, she was involved in a car accident and she lost her parents, grandparents, and siblings. She was the only one who actually survived the car accident. What a horrible thing. Um, so that was tough. Um, she had three other siblings that survived. Um, she came to sixth grade, very intelligent young lady. Um, and I had taught some, I taught some of her cousins, so I had a relationship with the aunt who was raising her. Mm -hmm. So I had a relationship with that family. And so she came to sixth grade and I told her, I said, okay, this is your one year. This is your one year. You didn't, she didn't have to do anything. But I said, after this year, you're going to get involved in school. You have to do something. And she was just like, what? I said, because I told her on, I said, don't worry. I got her. Mm -hmm. I said, she's going to get involved. Because getting involved in school, when you become a part of something and when you're involved in something, when you invest in something, it has more meaning. So I always encourage kids to get involved in something, mm -hmm. whether it's the, um, we have 4-H, whether it's student government, whether it's cheer, dance, sports, band, choir. Something for everyone. Yes, right? definitely. Um, so this young lady, she was like, well, I don't know what to do. So I said, okay, I'm a cheerleader coach as well. I said, you're going to be my cheerleader I'm manager. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a cheerleader in high school. Um, so I told her, I said, you're going to be my cheerleader manager. And she was like, okay. So she became my cheer manager. Well, as a part, she became a part of that. And then she was like, well, I want to try out for cheerleading the next year. Definitely, she tried out for cheerleading. Then she tried out for student council. So it kind of went on from there. Well, Fast forward, she graduates salutatorian of her school, wow. gets a full ride scholarship to Howard University uh, in, in Washington. Right. You know, so it's like I saw her and I saw the potential in her. And I, and yes. I see this in a lot of kids and I tell them they're going to get involved. I have a friend that I told her, I said, this year you're going to get involved in school. So it makes a difference. Praise um, God. I've I love that. other students, um, <laughs> one young man, this is very, very funny. He is an African-American male, and they were working on a project, and he begged me, can I please work partner with my friend? I said, okay. I said, but you have to get your work done. Mm -hmm. So time's coming. I think I was even at school on a Saturday. <laughs> on a Saturday, and they were playing on the playground. I'm like, come on in, let's get some work done. And I said, he said, oh, Ms. Jackson, uh, can, can I have some extra time? And I said, why? And he was like, because I need to finish. I said, Here's what I'm gonna do for you. Yours is due when everyone else is due. And he looked at me and he said, you're prejudiced. I said, against whom? <laughs> he said, against black boys. And I went, what? <laughs> he said, yeah. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, funny thing, funny story. Every time I saw him, he was, I would say, yeah, Frank, you remember you told me. He goes, I know, I know. He went on to college. Uh -huh. 
He is now a psychologist. He actually works with students. He's in Texas. He wants to be on the school board. Mm -hmm. um, he came from one of our communities where, you know, college wasn't necessarily something in people had done. Mm -hmm. He was probably like the second person in his family. Mm -hmm. He went on to college and, you know, it was just funny because he made the statement. It was just funny. Like, how could I? I said, then I wouldn't love myself and I love me. And, you know, he was just... It well, was you just, did him a favor by holding to what held, you told yep, him to do. Hold him accountable. And he remembered that. He remembered mm -hmm. that. And so now it's a joke, you know, kind of thing. I went to his wedding uh -huh. uh, in Dallas. I went to his wedding. Um, he just had his first baby. Like, he always comes in. He comes, stops by. He says, hello. You know, and it's like, you know, you just say, thank you, Lord. You know, that you know, may so. have worked on other teachers in the past, and he was able to slide uh, through. You know, <laughs> but you held him, and I'm glad that because you're a strong person. And kids need strong per people in their lives that love them first, but love them enough to tell them what they need to and, do. And that's the key too. You know, and that's something else as parents, you shouldn't like be afraid to say no, or you shouldn't be afraid to have those heart conversations because unfortunately nowadays, it's easy to give them the cell phone and let it be. Ignore them. You know, I encourage parents, um, when my boy's at nine o'clock at night, the right. cell phone went in a basket beside my bed mm -hmm. and no more cell phone. The less time they have, the more time they get to interact with their family and friends and, you know, studies and so forth. That's you know, so if you can put the, put the cell phone, have a timer. You know, bell right. goes off, that bring me the cell phone, 7 o'clock, cell phone off. Yeah. You give it back to them the next day. And I know, you know, parents or kids, you know, it's a, these days it's a tool. It's kind of unnecessary. But in those moments when you don't need it, put those phones down. Have a game night. Yeah. Have those connections. That's good. All of that helps. And you can tell the kids at school who are not afraid to interact, who are not afraid to have conversations. So, you know, all of, putting all those things together definitely right. helps, you know, the school year to be a successful one. Wonderful. Well, thanks uh, so much, Erica. You've given us so much great wisdom. <laughs> I love talking with you. I know you have so much more you could share, but our time's burning out. Definitely. But this is such a special time. And I want us to, before we close, Definitely. to pray for the parents and the, maybe the children that are yes, watching. Yes, always. So could always. you do that as a, as a teacher? Lead Definitely. us in prayer the way you Definitely. feel led by the Spirit. Lord, we thank you for this day and we thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for all the lives that you have created, Thank you, we Jesus. thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to touch okay. those lives, Lord, as teachers, to not only instill knowledge, Lord, thank but to you, instill Jesus. kindness, to instill honesty, all the things, Lord, that we know honor you. Father, we thank you for the opportunities that we have in this country thank to you, have our kids come to school and the opportunity to give them an education, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're going to do, Lord, and to let you be successful and let your light shine throughout this school year, God for all the students, the parents, the teachers, administrators, all the parts, God, just like it, have them to be an, a well-oiled machine, God, so that they can all work towards being successful, God. And we thank you, Lord, for all you're going to do and for all you're doing in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for thank joining you. me today. It's been Definitely. such a joy. And I want to thank you for watching and thank all our partners that help us to do what we do. We, you know, we couldn't do what we do without our partners. They oh. help us pay for all of the things that are important. And Neil, but, but it's more than just their money, their love and their support. Yes. They pray for us and we're united as one team, reaching people, changing well, lives one, one soul, soul at a time. time. That's, That's a great, it. great That's slogan it. that we have. Definitely. And if you're not a partner, you can be. You can go to jdm.org, use PayPal, text to give or mail in the 
the donation. All that information is on the screen. And you know, we're believing that you're going to have the best year yet. Yes. If you're a parent, you have children, if you're a child watching, we believe this is going to be the best year you've yes. ever had. Amen? Definitely. Amen. Yet. I always say yet because every year is going to get better. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but remember that we're praying for you. We love you. And we want you to have a glorious life. And that's available to everybody that knows Jesus as Lord. So watch us next week for another great program right here in Studio C. Bye-bye.